0: Track and Tribe Podcast. I'm your host Stephanie Keith. All right, today we are going to get into a topic around manifesting money and quitting your day job. And I wanted to let you know that I have actually created a free series around manifesting money around the um, limiting beliefs that are blocking most people from doing just that so it's really informative you get a ton of manifestation freebies Um, so definitely sign up for that if you haven't yet I will link it in the show notes and you can always find this stuff if you go to my Instagram page at law of attraction tribe and click the link in my bio as well all right so let's dive into today's episode. I have been hearing from a lot of you um, all at once. It seems like this last month, it, like everyone has been messaging me, telling me that they're ready, they want to quit their day job, um, they're miserable in their day job, they want to start their business, but they don't know if it's the right time, how do they know when it's the right time? Um, How do they, you know, move forward and ditch the nine to five and be successful in their business? And what if they're not? Like, what if they don't manifest the money and all of these things around quitting your job? And I wanted to share my experience with this because I did just this. I quit my nine to five job. I left the corporate world. God, it's been like three years ago now, which is crazy to me. Um, time flies but I have never once regretted it and will never go back Um, and so I think I have a lot of insight around this topic because I was in the corporate world for 12 years for 12 long years and basically all 12 of those years I knew that I didn't want to stay I dreamed of leaving Um, I very quickly realized when I got my first corporate sales job, that this was not the life for me. And I I just remember like looking around at all of my coworkers and especially at the people who had been there for years and thinking like, how? How is this normal? Um, why am I the only one that seems to be questioning this whole setup? Like who decided that nine to five – was just the right amount of time to be at work. And it was really frustrating because in my first experience when I worked at Coke, um, the people around me, and especially when I became a manager, it was like this competition of who could work the hardest and the longest. And it was like the person that would get there at the ass crack of dawn and then like leave when it was dark out um, and that missed all of their family functions and their kids' soccer games. Like, they wore this, like, badge of honor. Like, they were the best employee. And I would just look at these people like, are you freaking dumbass? Like, why? Why are you so excited about missing out on living your life just so that you could potentially get a pat on the back from the big wigs in charge, which by the way, they never pat you on the back. They come to expect that um, lifestyle from you, that work ethic. And so then if you do at some point wake up and realize that you've basically given your life away to this company, um, then they're going to get on you saying that you're not working hard enough. So it Like, you never get the appreciation that you think you're going to get for it. And I just never understood it. Like, these guys that would kind of, like, laugh about how their wives, like, pretty much hated them because they were never home. They were always working. um, And, you know, they all had wives that kind of like took care of everything took care of the kids and took care of the house and they didn't have to do anything other than go to work and here I was you know with a kid like having to do everything at work but then go home and have all the responsibilities of just being a mom and I it just I struggled with it and I was like this is the dumbest thing ever and in the typical eight-hour workday, these people are only probably really like hardcore working for like one to two hours. And the rest of the time, they're talking at the freaking water cooler. They're checking their email. They're, you know, just like doing busy work that doesn't really get to the bottom line. So I never understood it. And then when I moved on to pharmaceutical sales on... Um, I mean, I think you guys know me enough from this podcast to know that I do not like fluff. I just like to get to the freaking point and just be like as efficient as possible. Like time is my most valuable resource and I don't like wasting it. So when I was in work, I like very quickly figured out who the uh, customers were that were really like driving my business. And... Out of like 200 customers, there were a handful that like actually really made a difference in my numbers. And I just kind of figured out like who the heavy hitters were and how to like quickly get through my day, see who I needed to see, and skip all the fluffy BS that just didn't really move the business. And um, for that, I'm sure everyone, I'm sure some of them probably are listening to this and laughing, thinking like, yeah, you were such a slacker, which I totally was but I was an efficient slacker and once again like I would be competing with these guys that you know would wake up at 7 a.m and hit the road but then would like sit around and chat and drink coffee for like two hours and just chat with like you know the other pharmaceutical reps and just like waste time just so they could say that they were out for like 10 hours or whatever. And I just never bought into it. I never bought into the whole nine to five grind. Um, and I always just like saw that there was an easier path that could be done. And I always had good numbers. Like that's the thing. I always did really well, even though I'm a total introvert. I'm not like the outgoing Or aggressive sales rep that you kind of think of when you think of like big corporate sales. Um, But I always did really well. And I just tried to be efficient and do like work smarter and not harder. But obviously the corporate world had not... um, you know, got on board with that whole idea. It was like, no, you need to work your eight-hour work, work day. And they were more concerned with us tracking what we were doing than actually like selling. So anyhow, uh, long story. <laughs> that was a really long story, but I just, I never agreed with it. I never understood it and I couldn't for the life of me figure out like how everyone else was so content with that and so okay with it and like what was my problem? Like why couldn't I just get on board and do what everyone else was doing? Like why did I have to like go against the grain? And I just for the longest time thought that there was something wrong with me (laughs) and it was just that it wasn't my calling, you know, it wasn't my calling and I could see another way and Anyhow, after 12 long years, I was done. Um, I got a boss that was horrible. Like, I I just, I can't even, words can't even describe this woman. But she just was like, not only was she like emotionally and mentally abusive and condescending, um, but she did things that were flat out like against company policy and probably illegal. Um, I know HR had gotten involved multiple times and yet this still woman I think still works there. Um, But anyhow, you know, the universe shakes you to wake you. I'm sure you've heard that a million times and that is so true because for 12 years I was like crafting my story of how I was going to leave the corporate world and I always had it in my head that like I will get laid off and then I'll go after my dreams because there were layoffs all the time but somehow I was like the only damn person that didn't get laid off and I I finally realized like this is never going to happen to me I have to make it happen like I have to make a decision am I staying or am I leaving because I need to get serious and take action so Anyhow, in comes this boss and I really think it was like the universe making my situation so unbearable and uncomfortable that I had no choice but to leave. I mean, I was having panic attacks. I was sick, physically ill and sick to my stomach every single morning waking up. Um, It was that bad. And so as much as I despised that woman um it really was like my wake up call that uh i needed to leave and like this this is it like i'm not putting up with this anymore this is abuse um and so i made the decision that i was going to leave and I started getting cold feet. I started second guessing myself. And I I ended up getting pregnant with Amelia, which once again, I'm like, okay, this is my sign from the universe. Like this is the perfect transition out. Like I'm going to leave on maternity leave and I'm not going to come back. And while I was on maternity leave, I did start getting cold feet a little bit. Um, And it was like, here's what was happening. I was writing down and saying out loud and affirming that I am a successful business owner, that I was making five figures a month, um, that, you know, all of these different things, right? But then I was still showing up every single day to my day job and telling myself, like, well, I have to stick with this because what if I can't pay my bills, you know, with my business alone? So it's like I was I was setting the goal that I wanted to make five figures a month, but then I was telling the universe, like, I don't believe I can do it, so I need to cling on to my day job. And not only did I not believe, truly believe, that I could make five figures a month, but I didn't even know if I could cover my basic living expenses. Like, I had this fear that I would, like, lose everything, like, lose my home, lose everything. And finally, it got to the point where – I was going to go out on maternity leave and I was like, I need to figure this out because I am not coming back to this hellhole. And I went over all of my like basic living expenses and I was like, okay, I can figure this out. I need to figure out like what is the lowest amount that I have to make in my business so that I don't have to come back to this horrible job. And I came up with $4,000 just $4,000. I'm like, if I could make $4,000, then I will not have to come back because at least I know like I won't lose my house. I can have a car and like pay all my bills and expenses. Um, so I went from like telling myself that I was going to make 10000 uh plus a month to 4000 right? And it's like incremental steps. Like you don't just go from your a job year to making like a million dollars a year. Like you've got to pick something that your mind can get around. And at the time, my mind couldn't fathom my business making $10,000 a month at the time. Uh, It could fathom, however, making $4,000. And once I did that, once I shifted and I was like, okay, yes, it would be nice to make $10,000, but I really only Need 4,000. Like at the very minimum, if I just make 4,000, I will be okay and I won't have to come back to my corporate job. I, it was like a breath of fresh air. I could, like, it was a sigh of relief because 4,000 in my mind seemed totally doable. It's like there wasn't a question in my mind. You know, I started thinking, okay. $4,000, $4,000, like literally all I would have to do is get four coaching clients that will pay me, you know, give me $1,000 for a coaching package. Um, or let's say uh, I had a course for 100 bucks, I would only have to sell that to 40 people each month um so like I started looking at it in those types of terms and I was like well yeah I could absolutely get four coaching clients or 40 course members um and all of a sudden it seemed very reasonable very doable my mindset everything was on board and I was like I can absolutely do this and um and I did I I was actually in the hospital still with Amelia after she was born when um, I got an email from a friend that needed me to help her with her social media for her business. And that's kind of how it started. And the pay at that time was like $4,000. It was like right what I needed to cover my bills. Um, And so it's like once you make up your mind and you get on board and you really believe it, You will be amazed at the opportunities that will land in your lap, like literally land in your lap. I was in a hospital bed and I get this on my cell phone, this email um, that, you know, boom, here's your 4000 This is how you're going to make it. Um, And by the way, it's going to be something you absolutely love, which is social media. So what I would say is if you are one of these people that you're not happy in your day job, and you do want to pursue your business or, or whatever, your side hustle, um, and you're not sure if it's the right time, number one, there's never going to be a perfect time. I'm going to tell you that right now. I told myself that for 12 years, and in 12 years, there was never a perfect time to leave. Okay? So saying that is basically just procrastinating on your goals. So just decide, just decide you're going to do it. And it's amazing at what will open up for you once you decide, okay? Number two is set a realistic goal. Now I am all for setting really big overarching goals. I think you can manifest anything you want, but you have to be able to believe it. That's the thing. If you don't truly believe it, you're not going to be able to manifest it. So like I said, for me, I could not get my mind around 10,000 a month. So it's no wonder I was stagnant and not moving because I I just couldn't believe that it was possible. But I could absolutely 100% get behind $4,000 a month. So find out what that number is for you. Like we all think that we have to be like millionaires to live our dream life, to quit our day job, but when you really get down to the nitty-gritty and you actually look at your money and you look at your expenses and you think, all right, to leave this shitty situation, what is the bare minimum I would need to make? It's probably a, a much smaller number than your mind is making it out to be. So do the work and actually go through your expenses and and see where you're at just as a starter, just so you can start wrapping your mind around the real possibility of being able to leave your day job. And then you can go up from there. Like manifesting doesn't just end. I mean, I stayed at that 4,000 for for no time at all. And then I went up. So it's like, that's only your starting point. You will go up from there. You will continuously manifest and up level. But sometimes we have to take baby steps because our mindset is just not able to grasp this totally different reality. So we've got to start, we've got to meet our mindset where it's at, right? We've got to start small and take baby steps up to that 10,000 a month or million dollars or whatever it is that your bigger goals are um so get really clear on that and finally make the decision like set a date so for me my i had a plan it was i'm going on maternity leave and not coming back so for you maybe it's like i'm going to leave on christmas break and not return or i'm going to give my boss 2 weeks notice or i'm going to give my boss 3 months notice but like whatever it is formulate a plan and i did this too when i moved to tampa when I moved to Tampa, I was terrified to tell my boss that I was leaving because I hadn't been there very long. And I just had to make a decision. And it was like March. And I was like, over the summer, while my daughter is on summer break from school, I'm moving to Florida. And I just blurted it out. And that was the plan. I was like, it's a good time to move. It's while she's off of school, it'll be easier for her to transition. So I just picked a date and planned it and everything worked out and a job opening for the same company opened up in the summer. Like it all worked out, but I had to first make the decision. So make the decision, set a small realistic goal that your mindset can get behind and take the action. So I would love to hear if this helped, if you're in this situation and what you're going through. So as always, DM me on Instagram at Law of Attraction Tribe. Let me know if it helped or maybe you have a friend that's kind of on the verge of leaving their job but has a lot of doubt. Share this episode with them. Um, I can tell you like I was able to do it. I've worked with a lot of women who have been able to do it and are now making five figures a month. It is possible. It is 100% possible. You just might need to take these baby steps to get there. But I promise you, um, it's just that transition period. And once you make the transition, it's only up from there. So good luck. Keep me posted. And I will see you back here next week.